both ready, aye, both fine. Got a guardian bashing it away. Yeah, yeah, I've done a bit better than that, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't bash your own stuff, though, would it be? Okay, that, that sounded wrong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, oh my God, the... can, that, can that be the opener, please? There's, there's the start of the podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're back. Yeah, may, may as well start with a joke about wanking, yeah, why not? <laughs> Yes, I was starting to panic because it just literally wouldn't appear. It kept saying that it couldn't find the device. And I was like, ah, because you had sent the message to say the StreamYard was live. And I was scared I was going to miss it. So good. So good. We waited for you. Thanks. I appreciate John it. Didn't, well, John, didn't, John didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't wait. I've already started. Yeah. That was a nice. That's so nice. You know, that's you know, that's that's cruel, work yeah, but it's, it's, it's accurate, but cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Back in it, bit cute. Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm excited. We're all the gangs back together. I can't believe you would no. you would start without me. Yeah, no. our it's listener awesome. can't see you, but I'm doing I'm doing a petted lip. <laughs> our, our listener yep. will be glad we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What have you been doing with their time? Just sitting hitting refresh on Spotify and Apple Music. Like, come on, guys, come on. <laughs> Maybe it just kind of like you could just try to hit the bottle and just like ruin their life because they've not got their... Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a deleted scenes, I'll take anything you've got. <laughs> Even checking the Twitter, nothing's been tweeted, you know, rattling back and forth. Sending it a welfare check to make sure we're all still alive. <laughs> yeah, like train spot and I've seen John crawling over the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Movies Channel podcast where I've not seen stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising. That's... That's usually my job, in fairness. You guys have seen it. I was trying to explain this to a colleague today. I was like, well, basically how it works is that John and Sonny take the piss out of me. I usually end up saying something that if ever, that will never stand up in court. And also they've seen everything and I've seen nothing. And occasionally I think a whole bunch of films are Mel Gibson's Maverick. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> Recipe for success. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're still going, so. <laughs> yeah, true. Have you guys been in the uh, office today or working from home? I was working from home today. Home, I'm home most of the time. Most of the time, although I was in on Tuesday, we had a, an all-day meeting thing, which was fine. It was all right. started like at 10 o'clock in the morning, so it wasn't like too onerous. And uh, the day passed fairly quickly because, well, because I'm not in all the time. It was it was quite good. Yeah. How many days are you in at the moment, Mary? I've done, so the past few weeks has been three and it'll be three next week as well because I was in on Monday, so I was in the office for six o'clock on Monday morning for Professor John Curtis to come in and do a little bit of chat, which was which was good, but I was knackered. Um, but the only thing is, like, we, because we're on the eighth floor and our windows are, like, floor to ceiling, there's a, they don't open, obviously, in case, I don't know, someone has a really bad day and decides this is it. Um, so it's been a bit of a sweat box this week, I won't lie, because it's been, like, 21, 22 degrees and it's just glass. The office has been very, very hot. So I'm actually really looking forward to working from home tomorrow. It's interesting, though, that's um, the... The preventive measures that but uh, companies will do to tackle some of these mental health. We're going to stop you 
<laughs> we've glued the window shut. <laughs> We're not going to do anything. We try and improve your mental health, or um, you know, deal with that aspect of things. We're just going to take preventative measures. <laughs> You're welcome. I know you are. You're, you and your family are welcome that we have. Yeah, essentially glued the window shut. So yeah, it's been absolutely roast, and and obviously with the more bodies that are in the office, the hotter it gets. So I'm really looking forward to working from home tomorrow. So Mary, what have you been watching? And listening to and reading and whatever. So I must admit, the read the reading list is a lot longer than the watching list, and I I'll condense the reading list because otherwise we'd literally be here listing books for now until eternity. But what I've really enjoyed in terms of books recently has been Notes on an Execution by Dania Kukafka. It's sort of told from different perspectives about a man on death row essentially waiting for his last day so well written and it was one of those ones where it did kind of keep you guessing as to how it was going to finish up so that was good i read the survivors by alex shulman which i believe is being adapted into a film starring gustav skarsgård i think that's in the works mm. The Rabbit Factor and The Moose Paradox by Anti Tuomanian, who is a Finnish writer who is basically like reading the Coen brothers. It's very offbeat. There's lots of dark humour, lots of surprise deaths along the way. And I also believe they're being adapted into films starring Steve Carell. So we'll see how this goes. I read The Witches of Vardo by Anya Bergman, which is good, nice and spooky. The Mysterious Case of the Alperton Angels by Janice Hallett. I've been reading a lot of Ben McIntyre. I really like his, obviously, non-fiction historical works. Really, really good. And I managed to get myself a copy of Joe Nesbo's latest book which I pretty much couldn't put down over the space of like 40 hours which I really enjoyed. I'm glad that Harry Hole is back but I really hope they don't make any more of them into films because as we know that, that was a bit of a disaster. Um, I just I don't understand the logic it's book seven I've no idea why you would just launch right in like halfway through anyways I'm not going to go on my soapbox about that because I'll take up a whole pod in itself in terms of what I've watched I've obviously like every other human on the planet watched the last season of succession and it broke my heart into tiny little pieces stamped all over it set it on fire and then gave me it back so that was just I think one of the best conclusions to a tv series I've ever ever seen like, they kept throwing loads of new stuff into season four, and I couldn't quite work out how they were going to tie it all up, but it was tremendous. I've also watched The Valhalla Murders, which was just a Scandi detective thriller, which was good. Eurovision Song Contest. Obviously, Finland were robbed. I've also started watching um, this Walter Presents TV show on More 4 called I've Killed My Husband, which essentially is a French cop drama but there's lots of elements of like psychological horror and um, like kind of thriller moments we sort of surprise like jump scares in it which I'm really enjoying because it elevates it beyond the bog standard you know she's killed her husband sort of thing so that's been really good in terms of films Sisu obviously which we'll discuss um, I watched The Happening on Mubi I've been watching uh, Decision to Leave and Deliver Us from Evil I watched The Muppets movie thanks to the Well Good Movies podcast and the film that I keep coming back to that I've watched a couple of times now is Holy Spider because I just can't get it out of my head. And I think it's one of the best films I've seen in quite a long time. So as I say, my reading list has been significantly longer than my watch list of late, but I've been selective in what I've watched apart from Eurovision, obviously, which is just pure trash from start to finish, but in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite entertaining this year, actually. I watched it. I watched the semi-finals and yes! the final this Did year. You? Which Did I you actually? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that yep. makes me so happy. I love the semi-finals. They're so Iceland were robbed in the semi-finals. They should have absolutely been in the final. 
obviously I went to you know I went to my pal's house party and we were all dressed up as different uh, countries and stuff like that so it was it was really good but I definitely think Finland were robbed and there's loads of conspiracy theories on Reddit now about Sweden winning it because it's ABBA's <laughs> 50th anniversary of winning it like honestly that. people are very dedicated to their Univision so it was, it was good fun but excited yeah, to talk about it and the conspiracy day. theories as well yeah. what, what country yes. did you go as maybe? Spain I had a I had one of Chris's old retro Spain football shirts and I had a big uh, red and yellow floral headdress and I had a little fan that my uh, mother-in-law brought me back from Villa Seca so that was my contribution to the Univision night I'm really worried now that I've said this that someone's going to accuse me of cultural appropriation <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at your last name. Come on. I know that's true. That's true. I was just representing. So you have made sense. That's a fairly comprehensive list. I know a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were you, Mister Simpson? What have you been doing apart from obviously all the other things that you've got in your life? So <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot less entertainment-wise than media has. Uh, I did watch Succession as well, and I agree. I did think this season, I wouldn't say it dragged a wee bit, but after the big event, halfway mm-hmm. through the season, I kind of felt right. I don't know if it feels like it's been padded out a wee bit, but because it didn't feel like it was wrapping up. It just seemed mm-hmm. like they kept bringing new stuff in. But by the end of it, that last episode, and yeah, it was a brilliant conclusion. It was a I great was... episode. It's rare for me to be so invested in something where I'm literally like, you know, jaw on the floor sort of thing that was a jaw on the floor moment and I also thought that what I didn't realize was obviously I knew the connection between succession and the menu and the shared sort of right objective thing there I also didn't realize that the actual overall creator and writer of succession was the guy that wrote peep show I only found mm-hmm. that out like two weeks ago oh yeah, that does sound familiar actually yeah Jesse Armstrong yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. join the dots at all on that one succession I finished Barry and that's that done there as well. Four seasons. Season four was, it was good. The, again, the ending of that. Did not expect it. A great ending. It, it was the weakest of the four seasons, but it was still good. Still a great show. Uh, highly recommend watching that. Film wise, um, I've been watching a lot of really bad Bigfoot films on Amazon Prime and YouTube. Oh um, I watched one called Bigfoot Wars. Which was Why? Like, and one called Primal Raid, which was actually pretty decent. It was kind of uh, almost like a cross to imagine the Predator was Bigfoot. Or Bigfoot was a Predator. That was no bad. Uh, also been watching some terrible found footage films throughout May. Um, where I see the new Fast and the Furious, which was absolutely outstanding. It's brilliant. Are you being sarcastic? Like or... No, no, because oh, I don't okay. like the last one. I put the last After seven, you could tell it was starting to run out of steam. It was up in a gas even, but it was getting really poor. And the ninth one, I'm just like, just just end it, end this franchise. It's no, it's no fun anymore. This one was Jason Momoa should get the Oscar. I'm not even joking. Has he got dad bod? No, well, oh. he's been a shot for most of it, so it's hard to tell. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> um, what else? Book wise, uh, I read a really good book called Taking Shape about Halloween franchise the Halloween franchise and the production of the films and the script and it was really really good really a lot of good insight and I'm currently reading a horror book just now called Stolen Tongues by Felix Blackwell and that was actually a self-published book that really took off and has been adapted in the film in the future. Wow oh wait a minute I think I've seen this on the table in Waterstones actually has that ended up in that name rings a bell? 
What's the cover like? It's like a painting, like cabin in the woods. You see a kind of shadowy figure walking towards it. I feel like I definitely recognise that from somewhere. Well, that's good, self-published, then made into a film. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly, the guy's done really well. I've been an audiobook recently as well. Got my Audible subscription back. Listen to John Ronson's Lost at Sea. Was it Tales at Sea? Oh. I can't remember, but it was all short articles and stuff rather than big over arts and book and some of the articles are better than others, but overall it was still very, very good listening. I love his voice as well, it's just very easy. And we listen to books as well, big Freddie Hendrix, uh, with Sold Our Souls and Horror Store. Uh, Sold Our Souls was okay, but Horror Store was really good about uh, rival to Ikea. So it was basically meant to be Ikea, just different name in that. It was a kind of horror comedy set in essentially Ikea. I mean, I'm interested, okay. <laughs> cool. That's pretty much for me, yeah. Excellent. <clears throat> for myself, book-wise, because I've been in a couple of wee trips, I managed to spend a bit of time reading some books, which I don't, I've not had really the chance to do. So I managed to read a couple of, well, what I would term classics. I think other people may disagree. They're not actually classics. Uh, I reread Diamonds Are Forever, the Ian Fleming book, nice. which is very good, but it's a little problematic <laughs> given some yeah. of the content of it, some of the, 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 the things that they talk about. In a similar vein, I read Iceberg by Clive Cussler, which was one of his early Dirk Pitt novels, and that is very problematic indeed, because there's a transgender character in it, and basically he beats the shit out of them at the end of the book, <laughs> and you're thinking, hmm, okay, and it's really kind of, it's really kind of rough, but it's, it's a good story, I, I, I didn't really remember it, it's been like 40 years ago since I actually read the story itself, but... That was pretty good. And I also read Cinema Speculations, the Quentin Tarantino book about Ooh. his early life, the films that kind of informed his youth and all that. And it's really, really good. He talks about all these films from the 70s and it, it's basically you're reading it and you should have a pan, pad and a, a bit of paper and a pen beside you just writing down all these films. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's all, you know, it's really good. So, uh, it basically makes out that all he did when he was young was go to the pictures all the time with his mum or he went himself and all this. And just the insights into the uh, the various films is just fantastic. It's really, really good. Telewise, same as yourself, watched Succession, really enjoyed it. Watched, I've started watching Barry. I'd started it years ago when it came out and then mm -hmm. for some reason just sort of drifted away from it so I've started that from scratch again really enjoying that just going through the first season of that Henry, Henry Winkler is just fantastic he's amazing, isn't it? The, the acting coach and it's just brilliant it's just so funny uh, there was one bit where he he said he was he was doing a play with a bunch of coke heads and it was a, a long journeys in tonight and he says we got it down to 38 minutes and it's a three hour play it says, <laughs> I can't remember anything about it <laughs> that is good I can't remember the name of the actor, but the guy who plays Noho Hank, he's outstanding mm. in it. Yeah, it's, it's just excellent. So many really good rounded characters in them, you know, and they're all just like totally outrageous, pretty much all of them. So yeah, they're really good. What else have I been watching? I've watched all of Luther because obviously the film had come out on Netflix and I had not seen any of Luther. So basically watched five seasons of it just over the course of maybe about a month or so mm. watching it every other night and that's really good it's really dark stuff in that sometimes and it doesn't go to the kind of places that you think it's going to go as well Idris Elba is just 
absolutely fantastic in the role. He's brilliant. So really enjoyed that. Been it's watching. Been going, sorry, did you watch? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy the film? I've not seen the film yet. I've, this ah. is the the next thing. It's, it's on my list to watch. So be I didn't really watch much of it. I went and binged it, then watched the film. But I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to your thoughts on it. All right. Okay. Next one. I've started watching Silo on Apple TV Plus. It's based on a series of science fiction books about people who are basically living in the silo. They've been there for a hundred odd years and they don't know, basically don't know why they're there. They don't know how it was built. Um, and all they know is outside's poisonous and uh, they can't go out. And there's like 10,000 people in the silo and uh, a murder happens and there's all sorts of stuff kicks off now and it's one of these productions it's like it, it looks like a film basically it's basically like a 10-part film i think it's six episodes in now and it's really really good rebecca ferguson is sort of leading on that one it's excellent and also uh, the big door prize i don't know if either of you've seen that it's also an apple that's about like a sort of midwest american town just sort of normal sort of place and this machine turns up at the, the local uh, grocery store and it basically spits out what your potential is and all these people start going nuts over it because like, they get things like like actor and royalty and all this sort of stuff and it's just how the, the people in the town react to that. Again, it's based on a book. Hadn't read the book or anything, but the series is really good. It's, it's excellent. It's only like 30 minutes an episode as well, so it's like very, very watchable. Last couple of things, The Diplomat on Netflix, Kerry Russell, a drama where she's a, a CIA operative and she becomes the uh, the ambassador to the court of King James in London and it's, it's got to do with the sort of political crisis, which is actually really funny. Uh, Rufus Sewell's her husband in it and it's just fantastic. Oh, well, I really like is. him. It's excellent. And the last thing is the... Uh, the new drama called Citadel on Amazon. How is that? It's pretty rubbish. Uh, <laughs> it's enjoyable rubbish, but it is pretty rubbish. The storyline you can kind of get with, but it's reasonably well acted. It looks brilliant. It, you know, all mm-hmm. the money is up there on the screen and everything, but it's kind of kind of seen it before. But this is uh, meant to be part of a, a sort of Citadel shared universe. There's going to be other programs made like there's going to be an Indian version of it as well and I think there's I think we were talking about a German version or a Spanish version that's all in the works and it's all to do with different elements of this whole thing. Citadel is a secret organization that gets just about wiped out by this other organization and it's it's okay. Um I'll give it a chance. I've only watched maybe three or four episodes of it so I'll give it a chance on the rest of it. It's fairly decent. Movie wise let me see what we're watching. Uh, I saw The Flash, and it is excellent. It's really good. I I was oh. sceptical because, obviously, the whole thing with mm-hmm. Ezra Miller, and, like, obviously, it's been a bit of a troubled production anyway. Just mm-hmm. it's been stopped and started a few times. But it's, it's Andy Machete, guy who did the Depth Films, mm-hmm. has it? directed it, yeah. And it actually comes across... I know... James Gunn didn't really have a hand in this because this has been kind of on the go for a while, but there's a few wee elements in it you think they've taken a leaf out of the Guardians films mm-hmm. for it. It's really funny. There's loads of really, really good action scenes in it, which I thought, wow, it's really good. The one, but it starts off with this big action scene where 
basically the flash is complaining because he's having to like clean up he's having to do the janitorial work for batman who's busy like, blowing up buildings and all sorts of stuff when he's fighting villains and it's it's really good ezra miller is excellent in it uh, and I, you know it pains me to say that but he is he's really good in it it's one of these films where I think it's really splitting fans' view critics because everyone I've seen on Twitter has been super, super positive. And then just this morning, I saw a two-star review from The Guardian which said it was bloated. So I think this yeah. is going to be one of these real divides. Yeah, divides the film. Did The Guardian review start off with, first off, I hate superhero films. I haven't seen any of the LGBT <laughs> things. I don't even know who The Flash is. Is it The Flash Gordon? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And Ezra Miller is cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes really good use of the multiverse uh, and it explains it. So wait, I, I won't okay. go into any details whatsoever. Uh, but I've, I've been, I've not even read it, I've been avoiding it. The, the thing, explanation yeah. of the multiverse and how certain things have come to pass, mm -hmm. like about halfway through the film, it's just fantastic and it involves use of food and it's just brilliant all the way. Just oh. uh, And the, the various people it's in, it's some of them. We already have we know about because they've already been mentioned in like the trailers and some of the press about it. Obviously, Michael Keaton's in it, and he's really good. But there's uh, a few other bits in there as well, which again won't spoil. Uh, you should just watch it. But there's some really really fun bits in it. It doesn't take itself overly serious, but it's a it's a really really good action film and it's a really good superhero film as well. I was not wow. what I was expecting, so I can see why. They're using that as the sort of relaunch of the whole DC thing. They're going to take off from there. So, ah, pretty decent. I also saw The Little Mermaid, which was okay. It was fine. It was a, it's a, it's a good film. It's well made. Uh, I realise I'm not the target audience for it, <laughs> but I enjoyed it and I thought it was it was fairly decent. I had no problems with The Mermaid not being white, which uh, Honestly, still a lot of people are, you know, but... If you can believe in fucking mermaids, like what? What does it matter what fucking color they are? Yeah, Honestly, exactly, yeah. I'm more upset that for some reason they've given King Triton a shirt. Wasted opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was really good in it, old Javi. Of course he was. Yeah, and it's, it's quite <laughs> yeah. funny because when they're, when they're underwater. They've obviously all got long hair and it's all flowing about in the breeze and all that. There's a couple of scenes where they're off, they, they poke their head above water and they're just little drowned rats. <laughs> <laughs> all this long hair is all just hanging down beside them, which is quite funny. The last couple, I saw the Transformers Rise of the Beasts film, which is pretty boring, to be perfectly mm. honest. It's the same sort of robots versus robots uh, with humans to the side of it story isn't brilliant they're obviously trying to reboot it and with the the new sort of transformers they've introduced into it they've introduced them in such a way that they've been about for thousands of years and then you've got to say well why are they not in any of the other films since this is a prequel because it's set like in the 90s and just oh there's lots of well in other circumstances, we call colorblind casting, but they've gone out of their way to make sure that there's a lot of non-white casting in this film. And it's obvious why they've done it. They've just done it to try and make a point, not because story demands it or it's just a good idea. They've obviously they've had a writer's room discussion about it and says, right, we're going to have to do this. We're going to have to represent. And it's like a big sort of hip-hop soundtrack and everything like that, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, but... 
it's a bit rubbish. And there's a very clumsy attempt to set up a, a Hasbro, Hasbro uh, cinematic universe as well, which yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that will the work. Green well, I think it will. I think the. I think it will go forward because these films seem to make money no matter how bad they are. But is a GI Joe by chance? How did you guess? Yeah. I mean, why that, does that, everything that, have to be a cinematic universe? Like even what you're yeah. saying about Citadel, why can't we just have a like a one-off? Like why does everything have to be connected? To, just oh, honestly, no, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about that either because it's just, it's pissing me off now that everything's so obviously franchised and merchandised out of its tits. Like you can't just have like a standalone something. Do you know what annoys me about it? Is the fact that they call everything now a universe rather than just a crossover or a spin-off? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Like, Hobbs and Shaw, part of the fashion universe. No, it's no. It's been off. <laughs> yeah. I love the way you said that. Honestly, I would love you to just like storm into the Guardian offices and be like, no, it's no. <laughs> Fling their paper back at them. <laughs> Abby, you say that, but supposedly the next Hobbs and Shaw film is going to oh. uh, follow on directly into the next Fast and Furious film. I, I mean, so you're going to have to see that. These are characters from Fast and Furious. There's no like. They've got these other characters for another film, and then they've crossed them over at some point. Mm-hmm. They're just characters for that film, and standalone. Yeah, to me, that would be a spin off because you've taken the characters sort of out of that universe and put them in something. Yeah, to me, that is a spin off. Yeah, and also there's a whole thing about The Rock and Vin having put their differences, but apparently they put their differences aside last summer. Yeah. I'm sure they were still going on about how they weren't going I'm to sure be they still hate part each other. of it, like, to yeah. like. Pretty recently. Well, here's the thing. Everybody originally, when the rock side goes the rock and seems like nice to sky in Hollywood, <laughs> the other Shazam stuff that came out, everybody was like, you know what, man, Vin Diesel had a point. But now apparently Vin Diesel's beef with Jason Momoa. I'm like, maybe they're just dicks. I know. Is it possible there's too much alpha and in inverted commas energy going on in that film set? I think everyone needs to just chill the fuck out a little bit. Too much yeah. testosterone. Just, I mean, honestly, if you get a chance to watch it, just do what Jason Momoa's doing. He's having fun. I've never seen an actor. He's having so much fun in that role. It's incredible. I'm going to see it tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow night to see it. So did you see nine? Yes. Oh, yeah. Come on. I've seen uh, them all. Uh, <laughs> I will enjoy ten, but I have questions, and I'll talk to you about you see it. Cool. Right. I I look forward to that, and that's pretty much what I've been watching. There's other stuff. There's loads of other stuff as usual, but. Um, I should also like to point out that John and I, not together, but we did both as, as a cultural experience, both went to the opera. It was my first time, popped my opera. Ah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And you enjoyed it, obviously. Oh, yeah. It was very emotional. I was surprised at how emotional I felt by it. Just because obviously it's music that you're familiar with. So we went to see Carmen because I picked that because I thought at least I'm familiar with the music, if not the actual story. And so, yeah, it was it was wonderful. And Although I did have to stop myself from going, that's the Formula One music at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, not. I'm, I'm sitting here talking about watching a film called Bigfoot Wars. Uh, <laughs> yes, I didn't have any posh glasses though. I, have. I, I did actually have any posh glasses watching uh, Bigfoot Wars. Honestly, so I mean, how do you find this shit? Like, no offense, but just what what deep recess of Amazon have you gone to to find this? Is there a section that's just called Simi will probably watch this and it's just a collection of shite? We only need to watch some shite and then the algorithm just picks up on it and says, <laughs> if you like this, we've scraped this off the floor for you. I, I mean, Amazon know me well. <laughs> 
I did actually watch another film as well, um, we still kill the old way. It's a very low budget British gangster film. Uh, he's old school, like craze style gangsters, uh, going to war with these like Neds, basically. It was actually all right. It's a sequel, isn't it? Because no, there was one called was there not one called We Kill the Old Way? We Kill the Old Way is the first one. We Steal the Old Way is the sequel. Ah, right, okay. It was yeah, fun. Is it was in it? Anybody, anybody just... Uh, somebody on Thrones, isn't it? Aye, we recognise some of the actors. Fair yeah, stuff, yeah. but no, no household names as such. But it was, it was entertaining enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen I've seen worse films. Mario, I just touched the topic garden review because it was like I don't just I don't trust reviews anymore. Don't get me wrong, I'll still Google like, Rotten Tomatoes. Like an idea just so the audience yeah. score instead of a score. Of both, although I'm like, yeah, I'll leave it. But as a contrast, I'll think about it. The reviews for Mario, I just don't understand what people were expecting. I don't mind people saying. I thought the film was our meaning. I like films that say something, but see you're writing the review and the film isn't what you wanted it to be. That's not a fair review. Yeah. It's Maybe. people got to see Mario saying. I mean, I can see why kids would like it. It's a kids' film. There you go. Check it. <laughs> <laughs> there was one review I read, I think it was a Guardian, and it was basically I can see why it appealed to kids and fans of the fans of the game. That's who it's for. Yeah. yeah. It's not for it's not for your cash. I mean, so that just said, and there's a lot of these today. I'm sure fans were like, "Yeah, what's your point?" Whatever happened to understanding that you're not the target audience, but appreciating the the art, as it were? Why? What what has happened to the viewing that you're right? It's literally become, "Well, I don't like this, and this wasn't meant for me, so one star." That's, yeah. that's it. I'm sure in the Guardian they just have a hat. Uh, you have to choose right? <laughs> who's going to do the bad review. T- <laughs> yeah. Ah, right. Oh, I've got the bad review of uh, Transformers to do. Mind you, the good review wouldn't have been much better. But you know what I mean? <laughs> if there's a two star review, you can almost be guaranteed there's going to be a four star review as well of, of a yeah. film there. So, yeah. doesn't make much sense.
Assess, done. That's pretty oh, good. I'm so sorry, my laptop has just been no, an absolute right. nightmare. I had to put um uh I think that's why the headphones weren't connected either. So I had to do like a whole restart thing and I had to force a reboot of it earlier today and it's been going mental. So like I had stuff open at the side and it was like moving of its own accord. So there was like IMDB flying across the screen. My Word document with my stuff that I'd watched was popping up and down. Then you guys kept freezing and at some points I couldn't hear you and I was just like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> we got through it. <laughs> yep. yep. Excellent. So we'll need to have a think about, I would, I would like to try and get something done maybe next week if you can manage it you know just try and do it a wee bit, a wee bit more regularly uh, and it'll push me to actually um editing them a wee bit more quickly as well so have a yeah, think so about what you what's what you've seen and we'll try and come up with some consensus about what we can watch next uh, but yeah. if you want to do the hitchcock one next that's fine we can what did um, we say we were doing next on that um i can't say, remember oh. It'll be in the chat somewhere. No, I absolutely could do that. And I'm happy to do, I think we should do one next week because I'm going to be away for two weeks after that as well. So I want to get something done so that we've got. Brilliant. And then we can do one, we can do a couple when Mary's away. We can talk about man films. Yeah. I mean, arguably these two today were man films. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Are you allowed to say that anymore? Yeah. <laughs> probably not. No, probably not. No, no. I'm going to take right. a picture when I get to Helsinki like this, when it does exist. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be fake news. You'll be sitting in your back garden with a backdrop. I know, this is the thing. I'm now convinced that we're going to get on this ferry and it's going to take us through some sort of like Bermuda Triangle where we think we've hit Finland. Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't yep. see Sue while I'm there, I'll be disappointed. Definitely. It's probably a good thing if you don't, actually. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, he might yeah. beat me up. <laughs> okay, Doc. I'll end the yep. broadcast there. So it's done.